Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand-new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck, 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. A do do do. I'm rocking out, Ben. A do 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 do. Well, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Moving forward. I left this morning, had some meetings that I had to attend, left at 7 o'clock this morning, went outside, and it was 17 degrees. Wow. Hey, I yes, had to walk the dog in it, so no whining. 17 Tom degrees and windy. is actually going to go and buy a winter jacket. Yeah, what a wild idea. Do you know how many winter coats I've purchased for your father oh, and just so given many. them away because he would he never wear, wear them. them? He's finally old enough. To understand that you wear a winter jacket. It had nothing to do with old enough when I was a kid, but I didn't have a winter jacket. So So wouldn't you be, like, happy that you had a winter jacket? No, I'm used to not wearing it. Uh, I thought it was just you're too cool and groovy. Matter of fact, Bobby Knotts, my good friend who died many, many years ago, unfortunately, he had a, what was known as a, (coughs) excuse me. Known as an achoo. Bless you. I don't know why I'm sneezing. COVID. Must be very dry. (laughs) Pretty sure it's not COVID. But... I can't remember what they were. They were called Prima jackets in North Minneapolis. Prima? They were, Prima. They were like, they were like wool here, and the sleeves were leather. They were jackets. A bomber. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're sure, called sure. bombers. No, 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 not, not a no, bomber. bomber jacket. Or a varsity jacket? A varsity yeah, jacket? Yeah, probably kind of like a varsity jacket. Okay. But Bobby had one of those. Not the great winter coat. It was just a jacket, right? Oh, right. Uh, he used to wear it. I don't care if it's 30 below. He'd always wear it unbuttoned. 
<laughs> that's just being too cool yeah. for school. Kind Bob of thing. was being too cool for the room. Yeah, Is that what you meant? Exactly. Come on. Our, our neighbor the other day, I'm, I'm dressed in a full-length down coat. I've got a hat on underneath the hood. I've got gloves on. I'm walking the dog. He's out there in shorts. That's how I am. I'm and like, flip-flops. That's I'm, like, I mm. I'm like, i got a light sweater. I'm good. Some people just don't feel Yeah, cold. but you're not going to be out there that long in flip-flops. That's true. Oh, man. No. That's true. Oof. Well, then, wait a minute. What's this all about? Both you and Doug need a CAT scan. What did Doug and I do? Uh, so many things. Sprinthal. Sprinthal's fault. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So i got to figure out. So, Joe, why do I need a CAT scan? You don't wear a winter jacket. Yes. I was talking about Bobby now, so I wasn't talking about Doug. I think it's... Sprintall just called me. I wonder what's going on, because he just called. I didn't answer. Probably needs needs a winter jacket. And while you're shopping, while you're at Macy's. While you're at Macy's. (laughs) Could you pick up a jacket for me? Honest to God, it's October 27th, and ladies and gentlemen, listening around the world, particularly those of you in the Middle East... If you're from Minnesota, be happy you're not here because it was 17 and windy this morning when I left for my first meeting. Yes, we're getting very excited that it might be 44 tomorrow. Ooh, 44 yeah. in October. God, I remember many yeah. times it was 70, not 70, but I remember a couple times it was like 60 degrees on Thanksgiving. Yep, many times. I've, I've been in the yeah. garden uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, finishing up last gardening chores, uh, 60 degrees, mm. sunny, beautiful. Oh, it and, sounds and so w- tropical. And one year, just as the sun went down, the temperature dropped about 30 degrees. Oh. I mean, just plummeted. Yeah. It started to snow, and I said, put a fork in the garden this year. I'm done. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Lock her up. You're out of there. Andy, what was the temperature drop in the uh, Armistice Day storm here in Minnesota? I think it was literally like 80 degrees, and one day it dropped from like 70 to 10 below or something like what? that. 1940? Was it 1940s? Is that when it was? Yes, it was. And what was the drop? Let's see. In 24 hours. In dropped. November 11th, early yep. afternoon, yep. the temperature was 65. And let's see. 50-degree temperature drops. Oh, that's all? It only got down to 35? Only 50? Only what? 50. That's a lot. That's well, a for big. 20-foot snowdrifts, though. I mean, you said 65 to 15. That's what it is. Yeah. 65, you said? Yeah. 65 to 15 degrees, yep. then. Yeah, okay. And that's, and that's when everybody couldn't get in back to their barn and all and back died, from the barn. Yeah. A lot 27 of inches of snowfall, 20-foot snowdrifts, and 80-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, my God. Yeah. And now 15 that's a degrees. Blizzard, I hope I never well, have speak, to live There was an unseasonable warm front that touched right. an unseasonable cold front. So it basically created a gigantic wind tunnel in the entire Midwest. That'll do it. All right, I have to ask you guys, any of you watch Saturday Night Live? No. I no. think the last time I watched Saturday Night Live was when the Chris Farley compilation came out. <laughs> there you go. So... Ralph, you watch Saturday Night no, Live? No, no. Who watches that show now? Because I don't know no anybody who watches I don't know. I'm guessing New Yorkers. College kids? Yeah. yeah, yeah. College kids? Mm-hmm. I don't know about even college kids. Really? I On the internet, no kids. one no. cares about Saturday Night Live anymore. I don't I even still, know what their audience is. It's probably I, pretty low. I want to appear on either CNN or Fox for just one interview. I want to ask what it feels like when, when your candidate is drawing most of their votes from people whose brains aren't even fully formed yet. Yeah. Anybody under 28 who votes, their brains aren't even fully formed yet. So is that a good thing? Alex, how do you feel now that you have a fully formed brain? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're exactly. never felt better. That's never exactly felt better. right. Things clearer now. Now yeah. that your brain. Everything is 
just <laughs> your brain kicking true. into high gear. Not your brain filled true. out. <laughs> it is true. And they want to lower the voting age to 16. Yeah, hell no. That would be a really bad idea. Yes, it would. You imagine 16-year-olds just deciding who's going to be the president I of the United States? I think that States? there would be violence in high schools because oh, of it. Yeah, I don't think that you could do it. Uh, yeah, there would be so emotional and everybody would be yeah. such a disaster. No. Well, the reason they dropped it to 18 is because of men and women in the service. They're serving their country, so therefore they should be able to vote. And they have to be, I think, 18 to get in the service. You're supposed to be, yes. Supposed to be, yes. So that's why it was dropped to 18. But dropping to 16 would be psychotic. That would be incomplete. Completely insane. But, you know, I just, okay, full disclosure, i got to be honest with you. I, I just made that. a mistake. I was sitting here just before, and I had to transfer some money to pay a bill. This is my American Express bill, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, this is the season. It's coming up. So I had a $3,000 balance on my credit card. Mm-hmm. It's a little higher than usual. Uh, when I transferred the money, it said, you do not have sufficient funds because I entered $3 million. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing you didn't have sufficient funds because you could have had a problem. There are $3 million out the window. How many times yeah. have I told you to wear your reading glasses when well, you're doing financial things? I just got to look down and go, what do you mean I don't have sufficient funds? Oh, you're right. I three don't have million. $3 million in my check. If, if, if you're... Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to pay somebody mil. sixty bucks the other day, and I I had six thousand yeah, dollars on so there. there. I'm like that's go. wrong. It's the exact same thing I <laughs> if, did. If your credit card bill is three million dollars, chances are your your credit card bill was delivered by UPS or FedEx. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Too. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah so I think the, don't make the that old American Express black card I think doesn't have any limit. Doesn't have any limit. Yeah, you can actually exactly right. can you actually charge like a million? dollars? I do wonder. You can charge as much as you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can charge whatever you want. They're metal now, too. That's the other cool I'm gonna thing. I'm going to get one like two years before I croak and just go crazy. Just run up the bill like you're doing tomorrow. Come and get it, suckers. I would like to buy the country of Guam. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I asked you guys about Saturday Night Live now, apparently people do not like Jim Carrey playing Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live. So it's not going over well. I don't know. He... It, the, I heard it was it's funny. A good, um, it's a good impression, that's for sure. I heard it was really funny. Jim Carrey is in Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I thought he was crazy. In he was Google crazy. I guess maybe he got on the right meds. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey is one of the most gifted impressionists of his generation, writes Rob Harvilla, or Harvia at The Ringer. If it sounds like there's a butt coming, you're right. Like plenty of other critics out there, Javier doesn't think Carrey's running impression of Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live is working at all. The problem, he writes, is that the comedian is a little too Jim Carrey-ish for this particular role. Carrey is one of the most overwhelming comedians of his generation. You don't pay Jim Carrey to disappear into a role. You pay him to explode that role entirely like the chest burster from Alien. And in this case, he's supposed to be portraying the calmer of our two presidential candidates at the Daily Beast. Marlo Stern finds the choice by SNL to be rather strange. Why? Because it's funny. I haven't seen it, but it, so it, it must be funny. Who so you can't have that. cares what this guy thinks? <laughs> Who cares what any of these media people think I know. Think I'm done worrying about what You media thinks. people are the biggest, stand shoulder to shoulder, the biggest ass kissers of all time. Unless you got hard evidence, I don't want to hear it. Oh, God, they're disgusting. The ass kissing that goes on in newspapers and on national the television, local timing. television, radio, particularly public radio. God, the ass kissing is just out of control. Come on. What? 
Ass kissing is so much fun. Well, you're going to criticize Jim Carrey for being funny? Yeah. That's what he's supposed to be doing. It's a little bitter, I think. Well, it, was, it, was, it was the wrong person to... Uh, yeah. To, uh, yeah. Was, to, he could, could never... Uh, Don't mess uh, with my uh, ...parody uh, you know, Joe Biden. Well, that was the problem. Sorry, Einstein's dead, so you can't <laughs> get him to do it. I know that's who you'd want, but look, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, to me, are pretty much the same person. Am I missing something here? They're both involved for the money. There's no question about that. They're both involved for the power. There's no question about that. They've both done some underhanded dealings. There's no question about that either. They're the same guy. Yeah. Ethically, uh, the same guy. Exactly. And, and a good chance that they're not too far apart politically. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I yeah. think you're absolutely right about that. Well, Donald Trump was a lifelong Democrat until he ran for president as a Republican. Yeah. A lifelong Democrat. Matter of fact, there are tons of pictures of him with the Clintons and with the Obamas and with all these other people. I took a an online quiz last <laughs> night about oh, who I should vote for. What'd they say? 80% Green Party. I'm not so surprised. Green Party? I could have yeah. told you that. You're never yeah. coming over to the house again, huh? What? I voted for the Green What's Party wrong person with the green last party? time. I'm not letting you in. You're out. Why? What's wrong with the Green Party? Green Party. party. Stop breathing and then you can be the Green Party. What? what? You can't expel any oxygen oh my God. or, or That's what it's dioxide. about. Not ever so having green, any... Who's the Green Party candidate? Honestly, I don't, even don't even remember his name. Oh, we got to move <laughs> along here. We'll get back yeah. to you in the third segment because we got a guest for the second segment. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me, what do you like most about your job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help, and how that translates to jobs for their employees, and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly. I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do. Did you bring some of that cash here today? Huh? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Do, do, do. Okay. Chris is not ready to go yet, so I can ask him. So who is the Green Party candidate for president? Here, let me, I have my thing. I don't know thing, who that is. I have my thing right here. Yeah, Blue Rebel. And I had to look up the whole rank choice voting thing, because Bloomington has that on our ballot. Green Party running for president is Howie Hawkins. Howie Hawkins? Howie Hawkins. Howie Hawkins. Is that Screaming Jay Hawkins' brother? I'll put a spell on you. I'd love it. That'd be great. And what, what's the American yeah, Everybody Solidar? else, it was 80% him, and everybody else was, like, way down. Zero. <laughs> I didn't agree. Like, in the 40s. I well, was like, well, that's... Happen. Yeah. That'll happen, I suppose. That'll I happen. I want to find out what... Just the way it is. Yeah. We find out what? Kendall Why Qualls. I didn't... Kendall Qualls is a really good guy. Plus, I... his initials are KQ. Works for me. <laughs> oh, sure. Ah! Yeah. Oh, what do you think of that? Actually? It's a no, sign. Kendall's actually a really God. good guy. 
I endorsed Dean Phillips two years ago. I voted for Dean Phillips, I remember. I did, too, and I understand that everybody who knows him does not like him. That's exactly <laughs> what I understand, too. <laughs> well, he never did call me back and thank me for it. He, get, uh, he asked for my endorsement, comes on the show, I endorse him, and then I never heard from him again after he won. Nice. It's not very smart, Dean, because no. now I'm... I don't endorse people anyway. It's not a real endorsement. i got to ask you a question. Who cares what a new, who a newspaper <laughs> endorses? Who cares? Well, we know what they're going to do. Of course, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like it's like NPR. <clears throat> who do you think they're going to endorse? Yeah. The people oh, that want to give them the most money. Yeah. And who? then there's the Congress too. Oh yeah. Is Chris we, ready to go? Yes, we do have him. I cannot wait for this interview, Chris Vala. How you doing, Chris? I'm great, Tom. How are you doing? He's doing marvelously well. I just uh, we're trying to figure out why anyone would care if the uh, you know. The embarrassed Minnesota Times endorses a presidential. Who cares anymore? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, I don't know who my telegraph operator is going to endorse, but I should check with him, too. <laughs> Honest to God. I love the idea of your book, ladies and gentlemen, available on Amazon. I is for Illuminati, and A to Z guide to our paranoid times. I do have to ask you, Chris, have you done a lot of interviews for your book already? Uh, just one, actually, right before this. Oh, um, just one? So this is, you know, pretty much it. God, I, want, I, <laughs> wanted, to make, I wanted to ask you, and I was hoping, because this will happen to you, Chris, because I've been around radio people my whole life. You ready? Somebody's going to ask mm -hmm. you. So, Chris, tell us about your book, L is for Illuminati. <laughs> I guarantee you that's going to happen. <laughs> You know, I I, uh, I can see that. For sure. He goes, I can see that. I want to hear all about this. A, A to Z compendium of our paranoid times that explores the most popular conspiracy theories from Area 51 and vaccines to chemtrails and JFK. I just want to lay back and, and, and fire you up, Chris. I want to hear all about this. This is phenomenal. Vaccines, Alex. Sure, yeah. Oh, Alex, you want um, to talk yeah, about so vaccines? You know, basically the book, it, it, like you said, it's a classic, you know, ABC primer or a primer where... You know, each letter of the alphabet is focused on one conspiracy. Everything, you know, from UFOs and lizard people to the flat earth, pyramids. Um, each section is fully illustrated, and each one features, um, you know, some kind of like Dr. Seuss-style introductory rhymes. Um, and then I go into a slightly more in-depth but still sort of lighthearted explanation of each conspiracy. Um, you know, I kind of look at it as like Conspiracy 101, where... You know, I'm providing the basics of, you know, this particular subject in sort of an easy-to-digest way for people who, you know, might be interested in these topics but don't know where to start researching or for people who might know a lot about one particular conspiracy but, you know, want to see what else is out there or for, you know, the total conspiracy freaks who sort of want to indoctrinate their, you know, family, spouse, or, you know, children because there is illustrations as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, you know, it's something I've always been really interested in. Um, so is, yeah, is C for COVID? C, no. So <laughs> C is for chemtrails, actually. Oh, um, chemtrail. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think, so actually, you know, I, I haven't really looked too much into the conspiracies around COVID. Um, mostly, you know, I'm from New York. I live in New York. Um, I got COVID in April. Um, was not a pleasant experience. And, you know, it was kind of one of those things where I just kind of, didn't want to think about it too much. I mean, you know, I've heard the, the basic ones, you know, COVID is, you know, genetically engineered in a laboratory in China or at an American university or, you know, it's, it's the deep state or the Illuminati. But honestly, I haven't really 
gotten too much into that one. Okay. But uh, there's still time. I mean, the, you know, the, the book came out, or I, I finished the book, writing the book, probably a year and a half ago. Oh, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the newer, you know, stuff might not might not mm-hmm. might not have made it into that. Was there an initial conspiracy theory? Was there ever a, a the first conspiracy theory of all time, or does it just go back so far you can't keep track of it? Um, you know, I would say, um, probably aliens, you know, I mean, the idea, you know, the whole ancient alien thing where, you know, these aliens came down, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, um, which is sort of ties into the whole idea of like lizard people where there's this group of, you know, these reptilian looking aliens from constellations like Draco, Sirius. Orion, etc., uh, landed on Earth, you know, maybe like 300,000 years ago and began sort of manipulating and combining human DNA with their own to kind of create this, this subspecies that continues to exist today. You know, a lot of people, a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that every ruling family that existed since, you know, Sumeria, since Egypt, you know, all the way up to the British monarchy has this same sort of hybrid reptilian blood and that you know, our current generation of, you know, bankers, politicians, like, you know, E. Bush, Obama, royal family, right. people like right. Justin Bieber, you know, are basically responsible still, you know, for maintaining this sort of control over the world that's been going on, you know, forever. <laughs> so that, one, that one's kind of kind of interesting. You know, what's interesting to me, Chris, is that, uh, and I have not noticed this because I haven't been on social media in eight years now. I just, I kind of saw the danger with it all and... Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, if you haven't seen the show next, you need to watch it because it's about digital con- completely taking over control of the world, and it's terrifying, Chris. I will tell yes, you. Yes, I, I agree with that. 100%. Are there still conspiracy theories out there, or has uh, Twitter and Facebook kind of taken over that territory by deciding to print whatever they wish to print? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. Are you? Are you? So you're saying that. That everything is a conspiracy theory, basically. Well, basically what I'm saying is people love to go on Twitter and run their mouths because they don't have to answer for what they've they've written. People love mm-hmm. to accuse people of this or this was a conspiracy or that this was a prop. You know, they teamed up against me and blah. You know, people just love to run their mouths on social mm-hmm. media. Has that changed conspiracy theories at all? Um. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you know... The amount of things that are, like you said, that are called a conspiracy theory right. are, you know, are definitely, you know, anything can be a conspiracy theory. I mean, you look at something like QAnon, which is basically like every conspiracy theory ever kind of wrapped into one. Yeah, um, yep. yeah I mean, but, you know, you still have the classic ones, you know, and I, and I, you know, like the moon landing or, you know, there's still ones out there and there's still people that are definitely interested in them. But, yeah, I, I totally agree that, you know, social media has kind of, Made it, made it change the landscape for sure. It has on everything. I think it, it literally has changed everything across the board. Um, I do love the fact that aliens probably were going on, and probably all the way back to caveman days with some of the cave drawings we've seen. That probably was the very first cons- conspiracy theory. Um, have, has a conspiracy theory, have you ever been in, has it ever involved your life at all? Has, has it touched your life in any way? Yeah, I mean, you know. I've seen UFOs on on several occasions. I think okay. that's what really got me into it as, as a kid. Um, you know, at age seven or eight, I started watching X-Files. You know, I got really into that. Um, 
you know, and I kind of looked at it like it was real, you know, these like secret government organizations, which, hey, who knows, you know, maybe it is. But, um, you know, and so for me, I always had this idea where, you know, I want to see a UFO. And I, I, when I was a kid, I would just like stare up at this guy, you know, always just trying to search for something. And mm-hmm. I saw one. Uh, I was out camping. I think I was like 11 years old. And I saw this like giant, uh, I would describe it as like a triangular, you know, giant craft that had these like weird like pulsing lights you know all around the outline of it sort of hovering silently above me for um for i would say you know a few minutes and uh and then just sort of shot up into the sky and disappeared um so i was you know i was super pumped uh the next day i I went to like tell everybody about it and just got like totally shot down you know like you didn't see that you know it was a plane it was nothing you know you're crazy and so you know, and that and that sort of stopped my whole investigations into this whole thing. Um, a few years later, so I'm, so I'm a bartender. Uh, I work at a couple of different sort of cocktail speakeasy type bars in Manhattan. And um, so I would say this was about 10 years ago. And this guy comes in, comes up to the bar, super well-dressed, you know, looks well put together. Um, you know, comes up to me and says, hey, can I come in? I was actually the bouncer at the time, so... Uh, you know, can I come in, whatever, um, gives me this super weird handshake that was almost like some, like, devil horns or, you know, I, I don't know, I was in a fraternity, it was sort of like this weird kind of, like, fraternity, I don't know what it was, but he gives me this card that has all these weird, like, geometric shapes on it, um, and, like, a $100 bill. So, threw away the card right away, kind of wish I hadn't at this point, but uh, kept the money, obviously, and, um, you know, uh, I don't really think anything of it. Uh, he comes up a, a few minutes later, totally like freaking out on the phone, speaking this weird language. I, I didn't know what it was. Um, really pale, like screaming to the phone. Um, and, you know, asked me, you know, hey, can I get back in? Can you let me back in? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, goes back inside. The bartender comes out even later and is like, you got to get this guy out of here. Uh, I go downstairs. The guy is like, has his shirt off, like, just, like, is just absolutely wasted, just, like, grabbing people's drinks, chugging them, just, like, looks terrified. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, you got to get out of here. And uh, and he's like, no, I can't leave, I can't leave, I can't leave. And I'm like, well, you, you know, you got to go. And so I kind of, like, drag him outside. He's, like, walking down the block. This is on, like, 7th Avenue in Manhattan. He's about a block away. All of a sudden, this giant... Uh, Cadillac Escalade pulls up, zooms past me, you know, screeches to a halt right in front of him. Doors open. Uh, he starts screaming at whoever's in the car. They start screaming at him. Uh, and, um, you know, this guy comes out of the car, kind of looks like The Rock, you know, some, like, giant <laughs> individual. And uh, basically just grabs this guy, shoves him in the car, and they just speed off. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, all right, that was, that was kind of crazy. Um, and I go inside and I, and I talk to the bartender. I'm like, Hey, you know, like, what was that guy's deal? And he was like, well, I don't know. He's kind of like laughing about it. He's like, well, he kept saying, you know, he kept asking me, do I know what the Illuminati is? Like, do you know what the Illuminati is? And, you know, I didn't, at that time, this is probably 10 years ago. I didn't know what that term even meant. Um, and so that kind of, that was kind of the catalyst for me to sort of start looking into all these different things about, you know, maybe there's these secret societies or, 
Right. You know, so I guess that for me personally, that was kind of a <laughs> kind of an interesting thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on Amazon, I is for Illuminati and eight is a guide to our paranoid times. Chris Vola, V O L A. Chris, great stories. Thanks for your time today, sir. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. You're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. I was thinking back, and I do believe this happened when I was a kid, but I'm not certain. Halloween comes with a bonus treat this year. You know what it is? Full moon. COVID. A blue moon. A blue moon. Yeah. So that'll be phenomenal. technically is a blue moon? I guess you're going to be looking that up while I read this. Oh, second moon in a month. Second full moon in a month. Yeah, that's the yep. blue moon second full moon. Uh, yeah, that's right. That first full... See, uh, Ralph knows things. That big moon, that was a beautiful orange, kind of brownish orange. It was that's a harvest yeah. moon. Harvest, oh, the harvest moon. moon, yeah. Then we got the bad moon. Bad moon is the moon that causes a solar eclipse. That's a bad moon. That's, that's a bad moon? Oh, that's okay. a bad moon. Not good. No matter how you plan to spend Halloween night amid the pandemic, Mother Nature plans to deliver the uh, so uh, appropriate setting. For the first time since 1944, a full moon will rise over the U.S., all U.S. time zones on Saturday, so I was not alive, apparently, the last time this happened. So, uh, first time a full moon will rise over all, all, all U.S. time zones on Saturday, reports here. Halloween only sees a full moon every 19 years. Well, so what do they mean? I don't follow that. For the first time since 1944, a full moon will rise over all U.S. time zones on Saturday. Halloween only sees a full moon every 19 years. Well, I don't get this. Maybe they... Meaning U.S. time zones won't experience another until 2039. This will be a blue moon, the second full moon of the month, which only occurs about every two and a half years per Smithsonian, dubbed the Hunter's Moon in reference to the uh, traditional efforts to hunt game at night to prepare for winter. Oh, there you go. Uh, The moon will appear smaller than usual as it nears the farthest point in its orbit around the Earth, so mind the shadows. So I, I thought that there was a blue moon when I was a kid on Halloween. But according to this, there hasn't been a blue moon on a... Well, that might not have been on a Saturday, though. They're saying it was on a first time yeah, on a Saturday. the Saturday thing seems a little arbitrary. It does. It seems rather arbitrary to me, but... Let's see. Blue moon's on Halloween. Yeah, go back. Let's see if I can find this. There was one in 2001 okay. in the Central Mountain and Pacific time zones. Okay. So, hey. I wasn't a kid then. 
you were not accused. Oh, so 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 the the, the qualifier is that's every every, every yes. time zone and just not one time uh, zone because it may have turned full. Oh, it's sort I of see, a technicality, yeah. you know. We wouldn't be able to notice I the difference. But it's a tech- there you go. I was four years old. There yep. you go. Yep. In, I knew we had a blue moon on Halloween. Only in the eastern half of the country. Yeah. So the central, east and central yeah. time zones. Yep. Yep. But yeah. Absolutely. And what, what a memory, honey. What do you think of that memory? I'm constantly astonished by you. Oh God, that sounded very sincere. There's yes. no question about it. That sounded very real and sincere. Hey. My dear. Take it as you will. Yeah. <laughs> I will indeed. I Tom, will you're a saint for living with this. I know. You're an absolute saint. Nothing but nothing but a hassle. Nonstop hassle. It's just the way life is. <laughs> I'm there deeply will hurt. be, on average, a full moon on Halloween three or four times per century. Oh. So the average person probably only sees about three of them hmm. in their whole lives. Maybe after this Spooky. blue moon clears out. The energy will shift Indeed. in America. Next one's going to be 2039, so watch out. Well, yeah, t- 2001, that was not a great year for America. No, it was not a great so, year for America. Hey, no. 2020, it's a bad year for America. Yeah. For everybody. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, I think. 1955, was that a bad year? 55, the economy collapsed. Well, I can, you can check. Would you? I, I, that's the other thing I remember is the, I believe oh, in 1955. Geez. When I was four years old, I, well, I was next, about to turn Next time there's old. a full moon on Halloween, I'm just going <laughs> to go in a bunker for that year. Yeah. Don't come out of the house. Uh, the reason that, that I th- yeah, it was 1955 or 1956, the economy collapsed. I remember that. I think it was 55, though, but I'm not sure. Because I was only three years old, so looking back, <clears throat> say, Dad, I'm only three, oh, but yeah. I know the economy collapsed. How are my investments doing? <laughs> How yeah. are my investments doing at three? What is they saying, Andy? Uh... Anything? Little Richard recorded Tutti Frutti. He did. He recorded Tutti Frutti in 1955. That's exactly right. What a tragedy. So it doesn't say anything about the the economy collapsing? I mean, I'm reading through every event in 1955. Oh, God, it'll take forever. It'll be a while. Why don't you just type in, did the the economy collapse? The Pentagon developed ICBMs armed with nuclear weapons. There you go. That's great. My three-year-old year year was a big one. There's no question about it. Yeah, apparently... No question about it. Um, yeah, there was a there was a collapse of the economy in the mid fifties. I can't I can't remember. It was fifty five, fifty six. It was one of those two, though. I do remember that because a lot of neighborhood guys uh, lost their jobs. A lot of the fathers in the neighborhood lost their jobs. That's why I would know about that and remember that. I don't know. It was somewhere in there. It was fifty eight and fifty three apparently. It was fifty eight and fifty three. Well, there were two recessions. Well, there must have been the one in fifty. No, it couldn't have been the one in fifty-three, because my father had just bought a brand new Ford, and he ended up losing it because he lost his job. And and he had that was the beginning of the real rough times. My family is, I so See, I, that it wasn't thing fifty. Was wasn't fifty-three though? Yeah, fifty-eight was apparently a big one. That was the big one. Yeah, and that yeah that could have led to his. Problem, continued ongoing problem, just psychotic break. No doubt hey. about it. No question about it. So fifty-eight. What? When it does it? Well, I would have only been well, over the course of the year. Basically. I'd have been six then. So I wasn't four. I was six. Okay. So that he must have had that car for a couple of years. Yeah, that's probably what happened. He had the car for a couple of years, and then the economy collapsed. That's, Two million job losses. Yep. Ooh. I remember. Forty-seven uh, percent decline in automobile production. Jesus, isn't that amazing? That is unbelievable. Yeah, I thought it was, for some reason, I always thought it was 55, 56, but it was actually 58. All right, works for me. Well, there you go. Yeah, I remember that was a tough deal because my father, we had to move to LeSueur, Minnesota because my father couldn't get a job. And I was only in first grade then, though. 
because I went to first grade, half of my first grade year in, uh, at St. Anne's in Lesseur, Minnesota. My father was working at uh, a, some sand, some plant made sand, or silica sand, that was the name uh. of it. He worked at silica sand and he was making $1.90 an hour. I remember that. A buck ninety an hour living in Lesseur. We only lived there about six months, though. We lived there from uh, the end of summer until just after the first of the year, if I remember correct, correctly. And then we were back, or something like that. I do believe I finished up my first grade in at the Basilica, if I remember correctly. I think that's right. But in any case, that's isn't that amazing though? You look at that stuff and you go, "Oh yeah, there was a recession then." And even as a little boy, you know there was a recession because there was. A lot of suffering in those things, man. Yes. And a lot of stress at home that does translate. Oh, yeah. You may not know exactly what's going on, but it's a big deal. I remember my dad losing his job. Yeah. You know, I want to think it's in 58, but it, 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 it could have been. Or he didn't lose his job, but he was laid off for a long period, a prolonged period of time. You know, what oh, are we going to yeah. do? That sort of stuff. And, and maybe that was the impetus to my mother going back to work because she went back to work when I was seven or eight. Right. So she went back to work as a nurse. So. Can I ask a question? Nope, you're out. So it's been 94 days since Sweden reduced COVID-19 deaths to near zero mm-hmm. without lockdowns or mask mandates. That's correct. Why aren't we at least testing this theory in a couple of states? Because they can't control us if they let us wander around. I mean, part of this is the control of the people. It's pretty shocking yeah, that that's what's happened in Sweden. Yep, I know. We, I don't know why we put up with this, but, but our, our government is going to get more and more and more controlling as time goes by, so get used to it. This, we're going to be just like Russia and China. Yep. No yep. Doubt, we will. There's no doubt about it. And all the ri- very rich people will stay all the very rich people. There will be no middle class. There will be very rich people and very poor people, just like there is in Russia and China. And that will be it. That will be everything. So maybe at that point... If I transfer the money, it actually will be $3 because I'll be the president of the United States. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Highly unlikely. Um, you know how they all say America sucks? Mm-hmm. We should ask Virginia Raji uh, if she thinks America sucks or Italy sucks more. Do you want to know why? Yeah, why? Victoria Raji is the mayor of Rome, Italy. The mafia planned to kidnap her and kill her entire family because they disagreed with her. Oh, <laughs> that's a little harsh. So I don't think America sucks that much. i got to be honest with you. We don't kidnap our mayors and murder them. In the, although Not yet. JFK was probably murdered by the mafia. Probably. I, I, that's probably true. But and the, his brother, probably. Yeah, I mean, but that family dealt with the mafia from day one because their father was a filthy pig. Oh, you play games with bad people. Bad mm. things are going to happen. That's the why I know that, having known Ralph my whole life. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Bad people. <laughs> Turn on you. Absolutely horrible. I'm bad in a bad apple. I'm a bad apple. Virginia Raji. Oh, that's man. all I know. The mayor of Rome announced Monday that the mob was plotting to kill her and her family. Virginia said in a pre-recorded TV interview that she has been fighting powerful organized crime families that operate in the city and that the Casa Monica family targeted her after she demolished villas they had built illegally in 2018. We've been informed that they were planning to attack um, against me and my family. She said, adding that she was forced to live with a police escort, but giving no further details. So as she tore down their villas they built... And, I don't uh, think a police escort is going to save you from a bullet on the street. <laughs> really, probably let's, not. Let's just say she ain't out of the woods yet. She's not out of um, the woods. Ever. I thought we didn't have a mob anymore. Yeah, we don't. 
Why? There I thought there was not. There's no mafia. I just love all those four guys that are in plain clothes, you know, because you got the guard of that. What, there's one on every corner of the Pope vehicle, the Pope mobile. Yeah, yeah. Well, those four guys in suits that are on the outside of the Garda, they're all four mafia guys. Oh. They protect the Pope, even though he told them, I don't want you protecting me. They do it We're anyway. We're just showing up. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for you. We're here for you, baby. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Our buddy, Kristen Burt, will join us in the second Speaking half. Speaking of the Bob. Bob.